Hello ladies, I'm Sue Kramer with Praise and Coffee and this is the Craving Peace Podcast where we are helping women create new habits which lead to a healthier lifestyle and a deeper walk with God. Today's podcast is a little different than the previous ones where I focused more on teaching and getting information out about low-carb sugar addiction and building this new lifestyle on a foundation of our faith in God. And this is not going to be as much teaching and um, information as it is about uh, more of a prequel to each of my five-part group coaching sessions that I'm starting in person this week. So the ladies attending my in-person groups will be listening to this before the class to prepare them for the group coaching sessions. Though I believe you'll still get plenty of encouragement and inspiration if you're listening to these podcasts. But if you have not heard the first six Craving Peace podcasts, please go back and listen to them. They are power packed, filled with information for you. So check those out. And remember, if you want any information about Praise and Coffee or our Craving Peace project, check out my website at praiseandcoffee.com. You can also send me a note through the website if you have any questions or input, or if you have any requests for speaking engagements. I am now filling out my calendar, um, especially starting in the fall, so let me know. We also have public Facebook pages for both Praise and Coffee and Craving Peace, and a private private online group community for Craving Peace, where I share lots of resources and inspiration for women on this journey to a healthier lifestyle and a deeper walk with God. Okay, so let's get into it. This is a prequel again, like I said, to week one of our group coaching sessions that will be meeting in person. And the topic is goals and dreams. Now, we touched on this in our first six weeks of study, and we talked about how our goals need to be significant. They need to be inspirational and exciting, and they need to be aggressive but realistic. Studies and research shows that low goals or low bar goals are not easier to achieve. Surprisingly, it's not better to set the bar lower and easier to attain. It turns out that it, our goals need to be inspirational. They need to be something we really want. And if our goals are too easy and our our blood pressure doesn't raise, our nervous system doesn't kick in to empower us, we will tend to give up way too easily and we just don't push hard enough. But on the other end of that, if we have these huge high goals and lofty goals, that's not great either. Again, our body doesn't want to kick in um, to work for us in this because it just feels like it's intangible and it's going to fail, like it's never going to achieve. In our brain, our body does not like to fail, so it won't even step in. So moderate goals just outside of our ability will motivate us, but they need to be within moderate range. They need to um, show a much better likelihood of engagement and of achievement. And then everything kind of works together in that ongoing pursuit of that goal. It feels attainable, but it's not too easy. It's not too hard. So the goals also need to be specific. 
they need to be action-based and they need to be measurable, okay? You can't just be like, I just wanna feel better. Well, what does that mean? What does that look like? I wanna be healthier. Well, what does healthier mean to you? Does it mean you're losing weight? Does it mean you need to gain some pounds? What does it mean for you? Does it mean less inflammation? Does it mean um, blood work coming back better, which I would hope everyone would have that. So we also talked about visualizing these goals coming to pass, basically painting a picture in our mind of what that looks like and then imagining what it would feel like, really connecting our senses to the goals and the dreams that we have. Bring as many of your senses into visualizing that as you can. And then another bit of surprising information that we learned in our first six weeks was that visualizing failure was also effective when it comes to succeeding at reaching our goals. And like I said earlier, our brain, we don't like to fail. So when we imagine not reaching our goals or our dreams, it can actually motivate us to dig deeper and work harder to reach those goals. Studies show that foreshadowing failure produced a near doubling probability that you would achieve your goals. That's huge. Nearly doubled the probability that you would reach your goals if you foreshadowed failure. You thought about and visualized failure. Like I said, our brains do not like to fail. Avoidance circuits in our brains are powerful and effective at helping to motivate us to succeed. Use that innate quality to compel you towards your goals and your dreams. Now, this is not a foreshadowing or actual failing. There's no shaming and condemning that we're doing in our brain or our thoughts when we're visualizing failure. Instead, we're just using it as a motivation to say, I don't want to end up here. So that's why I'm going to do this differently. This is about motivation to do the next right thing on our journey to peace. Peace in our body, peace in our mind, and peace in our relationship with God. So let not only visualizing the success of our goals motivate us, but also what would happen if we didn't reach that goal? So if I have this goal of, of um, lowering my blood sugar in the next year and I don't reach that, what then? What does that look like? Probably for me, it's going to be more autoimmune disease. It's going to be more inflammation, more pain in my body, less activity, all kinds of misery, quite frankly. So I can use that to motivate me. And I often do use that to motivate me. Uh, when I'm tempted to eat something, I think to myself, I think of my ankles because I have my left ankle in particular already has a tiny bit of edema on a regular basis. But if I eat, if I were to eat, any sugar, it is right away going to start swelling and I'm going to see that. And that reminds me that not only am I seeing that in my ankle, what else is it doing inside my body? So that's good motivation for me to stay on track and to do the things that I know I need to do and make the next right decision. So for those of you coming to my in-person coaching session and anyone else who wants to join in, um, I have some homework. <laughs> I'd like you to get a notebook and here is your pre-class homework. If you need to pause here and get a notebook or some, a piece of paper, go right ahead. All right, at the top of the first sheet, I want you to write one year goals. 
okay? And then I want you to take the time in a little while and write down three of your top goals for this next year, okay? And then after that, below that, you're gonna write six action items, six things that you're gonna do to reach those three goals, okay? On another sheet, I want you to write five week goals. Same thing here. We're writing out three of your top goals for the next five weeks. And then you're going to write six, at least six action items to help you reach those goals. Now, these goals can be physical, spiritual, emotional, relational, whatever is on your heart. Mix it up. Have some of them be physical and some of them be emotional. And, you know, if you need more peace in your life, if you want anxiety to be lower, what, whatever that is. So when we meet in person, we'll be exploring why these goals are important to you. And I'll be asking you some other questions. Just for example, questions like, what's your daily self-talk like? How are you talking to yourself? What are you saying about yourself to yourself? because that's very important. Another question, another thought, how committed are you to making the necessary changes to reach your goals? How committed are you? What are you gonna do? Is it time? Are you ready? I hope you're ready. Please be ready. And what obstacles are standing in the way of you reaching your goals? One of those roadblocks, one of those boundaries that are in the way and unhealthy. Okay. Simple, but not easy, right? Ladies, this is a journey. It's not a diet. Diets fail. They don't work. I'm tired of the diet roller coaster. I'm doing this because I had to get off it. Most of them are nothing but a form of starvation anyways. Let's be honest. You're, you're told to cut calories and move more. It's not working. It's not working for anyone. It might give you, sure, yeah, starvation works in the short term. It, it, you lose weight, but you're losing muscle. You're, it's not healthy. We want real healthy lifestyle changes. We are learning to make daily choices that will nurture us physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And that's what I want for you. And ladies, it's attainable. Freedom from food addiction, from sugar addiction and carb addiction, freedom from the nonstop cycle of gaining and losing and gaining and losing and back and forth and stopping the craving reward cycle of I'm so hungry, I need this, I eat it. It satisfies me for a few minutes when I get my dopamine hit. And then in a little bit more, the dopamine is, the lack of dopamine is screaming in my brain telling me I need more. So I have a little more and that, that horrible craving reward cycle. We can do this. It's time. So I want to leave you with this thought from Proverbs 3, a very familiar verse. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. The beautiful part of this journey, ladies, is that we are not alone. You are not expected to do this alone. God created you on purpose, with a plan, and with beautiful meaning for your life. You have a purpose 
This world needs you. And let's face it, we can't fully be the woman God created us to be when we're trapped by addiction, by the boundaries of being unhealthy. It's really hard to do the things that he's called us to do when we're in this condition. And I promise you, just like that verse says, if you trust in him, you won't do it alone. He is right there with you. And your walk with him is gonna strengthen every time you lean into him for help, for comfort, for strength on this journey. Your walk with God is gonna grow deeper and stronger with every right decision and every time you look to him as your hope and as your help. It's time to be fully you. It's time to let the world see what you have to offer and to do the things he's called you to do. So I'm excited about this journey to continue with you. Again, um, I look forward to seeing those of you ladies that I'm gonna see in person. And if anyone else out there wants to contact me, feel free through my website, or you can always do it at susan at praiseandcoffee.com is my direct email. Or if you do it through the website, it will come right to that email. So you let me know how I can support and help you on your journey to craving peace.